Gonna Go Pizza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. You know what? What? Anaheim could get swept. I, I hope I hope Nashville gets swept in one game in the second round. <laughs> Why is that? Adam? I hate them more than I hate St. Louis. Wow! Because my already <laughs> busted bracket is busted or okay, oh, buddy. Don't Come even on. worry about it. Anything left in the West? I do. I have, do you have anything, anything left? left? I don't think. Okay, let's go through the series again because I don't I, think I. I, pro- I don't know if I correctly predicted a series in the West. Uh, I stopped paying attention when the Kings lost because I'm like, that's ah, probably going to end up being pretty bad. I had the Ducks going to the final. There's no point looking at it. You had They're, the Ducks in the final. I had them in the final, man. There's no point even looking at my bracket. No, I know. Somebody actually tweeted us today, though, and they're like, um, so I'm on top of your bracket standings right now in the Steve Dangle NHL bracket. I'm like, wow, that is mind-blowing. And he's like, uh, but I chose Tampa Bay and Dallas to make it to the final, so face palm. Why did you do that? <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> Their bracket still has better odds than yours. The only, yeah, he's yeah, right. Yeah. And the only bracket that I correctly chose in the West was Dallas over over um, Minnesota. Minnesota. But Which I didn't who even choose the correct- predicted that. Right, and I think I said, "What is it? Five games or four? Four games? Like I, I didn't even get the games right on that." So oh, I don't know. Just like awful. I said, stop paying attention when I <sighs> realized there was no point in winning. <laughs> yeah, there is no point. If you're in not win- first, you're last. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> what? How did this? Can we? Can we well, break that down? The West is totally weird. Think How did about, that happen? Think about who the Stanley Cup champion is going to be this year. Okay, it's either going to be Washington. Pittsburgh, Tampa, the Islanders, the Stars, Blues, Sharks, or Preds. Right. There are a lot of first-time winners in there. Only three of those teams that you mentioned have ever won a cup before in franchise history. Who is it? Dallas, Pittsburgh, Oh, no, I might be four. Four. Dallas, Tampa, Pittsburgh, and... Islanders. Islanders, that's right. Sorry, four. So we got a 50% chance of getting a brand-new cup champion. Um... My girlfriend Caprice messaged me the other day, and she's like, she was trying to be all hockey smart. She's just, sometimes she'll just come at me, like, and I, I can I know that she's turned on the TV and Sportsnet's on or something like that because mm. she 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 said uh, the Capitals, the Blues, and the Islanders have all never won a cup before, and they're in the second round. And I said, well, actually, well. that's not entirely true. The Islanders have won four, and they did them won them all in a row. She's like, no. And I said, well, where'd you get that from? She's like, <laughs> she said no. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> That's I gotta I gotta praise her for that. She no. she went nah. No. She stuck to her gun. That's right. That's because right. What if she was right? How stupid would you look? Right. Exactly. And I said I said what sports show are you watching that said that? And she's like the correct one. <laughs> she so had no idea. One. Yeah, not this or one. Clearly. Maybe it is. Maybe this it could one. be. Yeah, possibly. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't, this is, I can't sneak any of that by SL anymore. No, like, she knows she, stuff. She's just like. Now I just I let her ask. I don't I don't try to say anything. And and she her new jam is Hockey Wives. Oh, that's that, her new jam. That is uh, Blake loves that show. Uh, everybody that I know that watches that show loves that show. Don't make fun of me, everyone on Twitter. What? It's a good show. Hockey Wives is a good show. Why would Shut you be up. made fun of? Martine Forge is a delight. That's uh, Jonathan Bernie's wife. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, an episode, and it was from earlier in the season, around Christmas time, and he was really struggling, and there was drama, and it was compelling. I interviewed Carrie Price's wife on uh, Breakfast Television. She's uh, about hockey wives. Forget her name. Uh, but she, she's extremely she's nice. nice. Too. Yeah. <laughs> she's really nice. Taylor Is she Winnick? a UFC champion? She's. A- <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, Adam, Adam doesn't know who anyone is when they're not holding a belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I care only for winners. Well, you, you interviewed, um, what, what's his name? Uh, uh, you, you, that Garth guy. Garth or something. Garth Moore. Yeah, what? Garth, former yeah, champion. Coach, no guy chair guy about his name anymore. <laughs> Keith Urban, guys. Oh. I interviewed Keith Urban this morning. Exactly. And he was, he was extraordinarily... Kind and gracious and awesome. Once again, for relatively new listeners of the show and or people who don't really live in the GTA, Adam is legitimately famous. No, that's not true at all. Adam is legitimately famous. What reaction did you get when you were on BT once? I saw you on BT the other day. <laughs> I saw you on breakfast television. Oh, no, tell you know who's on that every day? Adam Wilde. Tell, tell Jesse what you told me on the phone last night about oh, your friend's mother. Okay, so... It's, by the way, Steve Steve has this thing, and I'm, I'm going to set this up and then we'll let you take it. hockey, don't worry. Steve has this thing <laughs> where, you know, people ask Steve what he does, and he has to go into a kind of a long description as to what it is he does. Well, you ever heard of the internet? Yeah. And, and so his mom, God bless her, has to ex- do the same explanation uh, to people all the time. But well, he does these videos. Yeah, and, and sort of popular. Friends, I think it just sounds like I'm unemployed. Right, totally. <laughs> and, and it's not true, but it's what it sounds like. So now that he's been on breakfast television, his mother can say, well, he was on breakfast television the other day mm-hmm. talking about the videos. Boom, legitimate. Boom. And so uh, a friend of ours is getting uh, married. Okay. Soon. So there's uh, they're having a bridal shower. So we had to bring some uh, some chairs to to um, the mother of the groom's house for some reason. I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> listen. I'm just that was a, a really good aspect of the story. Don't worry, Jesse. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. I'm just Tell a husband. About the chairs. What type of chairs were they? They were, were they black fold-up chairs. chairs like in the WWE. They, they, were, they were from Ikea. I put them together myself. Don't ask how. It was For a tough weekend. For as good as the chairs were, <laughs> that's, that's how as bad that this story yeah, is. Been bad. Oh, no. oh. oh too far. <laughs> Mrs. Angle says, carry these things, and I say, okay, and I bring them to wherever she tells me to go, all right? So anyway, the mom goes, I saw you on TV the other day. I go, oh, yeah? And I, <laughs> here's the thing. You don't, oh, yeah. <laughs> let me finish. Did and that's well, where the story ends. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then it turns yeah. out she's from St. Louis, and then I, <laughs> I went home and got new friends. That's how the story ends. Mom, am I gonna get to play wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speak. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I go, yeah, because what I sometimes say is thank you. But just saying, I saw you on TV isn't necessarily a compliment. I saw you on TV, and I was really confused as to why you were talking about zoo crap. (laughs) That's exactly what she could have said, but she didn't. So I said, yeah, instead of thank you. She goes, yeah, it was good. Now I can say thank you. That's nice. Who's your friend? Who's your who's your friend? Uh, Kyle. (laughs) Kyle? And I go, Adam Wilde? She goes, yeah. Yeah, the one, he uh, looks like Matt Damon. <laughs> oh. Which I, I said, I have never gotten that one before. The best I ever get is Donnie Osmond. No, I, I get Donnie Osmond. I didn't get, I do not see Matt I Damon, see but I, I get uh, Donnie Osmond is what I always get. Mr. You look like Donnie. Austin it's always here. my mom's friends when they've been drinking a little too much. You know, you look a little like Donnie Osmond circa 1975. And, and, now, and now we are at Adam's demographic. He is legitimately famous in a different demographic. Question. That's the thing, though. If, if I was actually famous, they would know that I'm not Kyle. 
So I'm not actually famous, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. It's just I'm the guy who happens to be on that show with Dina and Kevin. Whatever. That's what it is. Question. How often do you hang out with your mom's friends while they're drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Story for another another episode, sir. Um, Anyway, yes. Morris had drinks? Does she? She well, I mean, I, I didn't say she did. I said her friends do. Oh, okay. I also love when your story slipped into Manitowoc County Jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't watch wrestling I, today. I, yeah. is, I, will I be home for WrestleMania? <laughs> I, I didn't know it. <laughs> so, all right, we've got a second round that started last night when the first because round reasons. ended. What what is, what reasons are they? is that? The, is it because they're afraid of the NBA playoffs scheduling? No, I think it was, you know what? This all would have been fine. It's the damn ducks and predators' fault, actually. <coughs> you gonna, you, you okay? Senka, you dying? Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, um, no, because the ducks and preds started late. So, of course, they went seven. Of course, they went seven. And uh, I kind of liked that the NHL was like, well, instead of having, you know, the Stanley Cup final push even later than it already goes let's just start round two let's just go the west starts after the east let's start round two let's go um i kind of admire that and you know what the preds are- uh, you admire it i admonish wow. i admonish wow. it. but we'll get to that in a second but now the preds are somewhat penalized for finishing late because the team that they play fresh as a daisy well or even rusty. more so than usual or rusty could or be rusty, rusty. You never know. I find those um, those narratives never really yeah. actually matter. You know, no. They only no. matter when they fit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that... They're, they're either fresh or rusty. If you're... Yeah, you, the thing is, if I guess if you're, crea- if you're crafting a story, you have to say something. You can't say, <laughs> well, you know, they're about what you assume. This That's is, not a good article. <laughs> what we think happened that. happened. <laughs> we talked about that with uh, with Mister Mister Simmons. Uh, we did m- many moons ago, absolutely. And basically, like, if you write every single day, I'm not convinced you can do a great job of it because <laughs> at some point you got to just kind of pull stuff out of thin air. Right there, the key is unless you're an absolute genius. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I don't only do hockey. I'm, I'm, I'm always thankful of that in my career because um, I, I think about it on the Blake and Wild show. Uh, the, the amount of different areas that we pull stories from, right? It's not just sports. It's sometimes, it's sometimes guys, sports is boring. Sometimes the Leafs don't have a story and yet you've got to write an article. So that's tough. So not that's why boring. you get these narratives, right? Not even boring, but it runs its course. Yeah. All right, we're done now. What's the new thing? Exactly. Let's talk about something else. Right. Like the hot dog sandwich debate, which, by the way, don't worry. <sighs> we're done. We're done. We're um, done. I'm done. I want to know. Never done. I want to know now that now that at least mine is significantly busted. I'm sure. Jesse, how are, how's your bracket doing? Yeah, I did. I'm in the finals. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I had Chicago in the finals. Uh, still holding out hope for whoever whoever the heck I picked in the East I don't even know that's how unpredictable the playoffs are how did, how did I bet against the Blackhawks come out on top there and still be screwed yeah like yeah it's well, not fair so here's what we got we got the Islanders up one nothing on Tampa Bay which is really surprising eventful game yeah eventful game they had a huge lead almost caved with the huge almost comeback and Jack Capuano got a puck in the fudge good for him good right for in the fudge oh that sucks it sure it, does. It reminded me, uh, young Avery on Twitter 
reminding me, uh, remember when Pat Quinn got like a puck in the face twice in one week? And he, he was on the bench with double black eyes and a band Yes. Wasn't one of them in practice or both of them practice? What, what? I think one was practice. One was in the middle of a game. Right. The, yeah. And he's just standing there I looking do. like a raccoon. And I also remember really when he, angry raccoon. When he got really sick in the playoffs, returned to the bench or was sick later in the season, returned to the bench. And he was like 30 pounds later. Pat Quinn went through some stuff on the Leafs. The like, mighty Quinn. Holy smokes. And just just Irished his way through it all. He really did. You know, <laughs> just gritted his teeth and said, I don't have feelings. I was, I was looking <laughs> I only at, have hockey. <laughs> I only, I have hockey and that's it. I still remember this um, picture from a magazine and it's just a close up of him looking Pat Quinn into the camera. And um, my goal to go to Salt Lake City uh, and come home with a gold medal and a smile. Okay, maybe just a gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did. And a pack of gum, too, because he was always chewing gum. And a pack of gum. But no, I was looking at that picture of him with the two black eyes, and I was just like, they don't make him like that anymore. Yeah. Like, that, no. that's, a, that's a whatever model that is. They don't make that model anymore. No. The Pat Quinn model. It's, but, it's funny. You know, you see... The, the best part, I think, about the Stanley Cup playoffs is when it's a, a game-changing goal or it's a game-winning goal or a series-winning goal, and they cut to the bench of the winning team. And the coaches are going nuts. The players are going nuts. I remember watching the Leafs play the Senators and the Leafs winning and Pat Quinn not even raising an arm. Like, he just, he just was, like, stoic. Stoic about the whole thing. Like Buddy he, from NCAA this year. Like yeah, crazy buzzer yes. beating shot, and he's just like, you know, he's going to do his taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I he mumbled, the stove on. nailed it, and walked away with no smile on his face. <laughs> you won the championship, dude. Nailed it. Smile. See ya. Good enough. Good enough. He, did, he didn't need to celebrate. No. So, Islanders Tampa series. Yes. Something that, uh, I mean, is it's an interesting matchup because you really don't know. You still don't know fully what Tampa is. You still don't know fully what the Islanders are. You really don't. Like you, you, you see greats. You see great things. You see tremendous weakness. Um, they don't have a starting goaltender. Yeah, Thomas like when, both teams, goal. you're like there are question marks here, but they could do great things. But but here is the great tiebreaker. Who is the one team that I really disrespected? The Islanders. The playoffs. Islanders. I said I'm not afraid of the Islanders, and I said it multiple times throughout the season, and here they are, uh, 11 wins shy of the Stanley Cup. It doesn't sound like that much, does it? 11 wins shy. Uh, Just 11 wins. Just 11 wins. wins. I mean... You're fine. Right. Exactly. Um, (laughs) You got it. You got the... Then we got the Caps and the Penguins, which is the series that the NHL and the NHL fans deserve. Yes, and the rest of them, no one's even going to watch. No one cares. No one cares. That's what Twitter told me. Captain Canada against the evil Russian uh, Empire. Did you because, know that, of course. Did you know that Canadians don't watch hockey when there's no mm. Canadian teams? I didn't realize that. No. It's true. It's like it's like we only have like heat vision. Right. And everything just goes cold. And we, and we just can't see. We're like, duh, where's the hockey? I get sometimes the, the dependence on local... I get that. I get that. And especially we in the media put a, a tremendous amount of impression or uh, importance on local. We put too much importance on local. Yeah. People do care about what's going on outside of their city. Mm-hmm. They care about what's happening inside their city, but also outside of it. There's room for both. I like how Game Seven of the Blues and Blackhawks was like three days ago, and we're like, but who's going to watch? <laughs> Everyone was watching that game. Of course. There was another game going on at the time, and people were watching that game. That's how much that game mattered. Entertain people. Entertain people. 
Are you not entertained? Were were Canucks fans and Bruins fans the only fans watching that series? No, you know I can say for sure that a bunch of Calgary Flames fans were watching it because I was I had just moved to Calgary when that series happened, and they were in the bars going f the Canucks. They were cheering so hard for the Bruins. Flames fans hate Canucks fans. I've you know what? It's almost like Flames and Oilers fans. I don't know. You know I can't really speak on behalf of Oilers fans, but it's Flames fans have developed a somewhat of at least of a respect. For Oilers fans, right? There's a, there's like a, you know what? We're going to go to battle and I hate you, but I respect you. Damn it, Ron Burgundy. I hate you, but I respect you. But when it comes to the Canucks fans, it's like Canucks and Calgary fans, man, there's hatred there. They just don't, they straight up disrespect. A little bit of groundskeeper Willie going on there. Yeah. Like the Scots and the English, and the Scots and the Irish, and the Scots and the Welsh, and the Scots and the Scots. Damn Scots, ruining Scotland! Damn Oilers fans, ruining Alberta! It's true, it's true. All right, um, so we got, yeah, the, obviously the Caps and uh, and and the, the Penguins is going to be a great, we hope, a great series. I hope it doesn't end up like Game 7 of the last series that they played. That would suck. Because we still remember it, and that was like a second-round series. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Blues and Stars. I think low-key could be a fan-freaking-tastic series. Uh, I think part of that depends on Tyler Sagan returning. Because, um, I mean, Dallas, I just... I, you'd have a hard time convincing me they're the favorite over St. Louis. Uh, without Sagan, it's a it's even harder to convince me of that. I, I I just don't see it. They don't have the goaltending. Corey Crawford had a fantastic season. Was probably robbed of a Vesna nomination. Adam and uh, <laughs> called him Crawfle. <laughs> How dare you? Um, he's, he's, did I say Crawfle? I think I said that. Okay, I think good. a lot of people say that. Oh my god! Um, and they're wrong because this year I he bet was. He, I fantastic. bet Corey Crawford is a great guy and he is a fantastic goalie. I just I, I, I bet he's Crawfle. Oh, wow. No, no, no. He's great. Uh, but now their competition is one of Kari Lettinen or Antti Niemi. The Blues, barring a huge injury, uh, should eat the Stars alive. They just should. Um, which means congrats, Stars, on advancing to the conference final. And congrats to the Calgary Flames because the conditional pick you got oh. for Chris Russell is going to go up. up, up. What? That's amazing. What about okay? We've got the Predators and we got the Sharks. Now a lot of people said at the when when the trade was made, I think it was in December, uh, when Seth Jones went to Columbus, when Ryan Johansson went to uh, Nashville. People said, "Well, what did you really get? You you, you took away a strength." To address a weakness, which traditionally isn't a great idea, well, you, you, you traded a really great guy for a guy that's got question marks. But here they are in the second round. Here they are, and Pecorino's looked okay. But God, that goalie! Hey, are you talking about 2016 All Star Pecorino? Dude, Rene is such. But Steve, a time bomb. But Steve, Pecorino is an All Star. He sure is. He's an all-star. So is John Gibson. He, but but Pecorino is an all-star, despite what his numbers tell you. Right. So so you need to give him the respect he deserves. He deserves an automatic. I gotta put some respect <laughs> on it. Yeah. Jesse just put some respect on it. Do it. Do it. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> put some respect on my name. Put some respect on Renee. Put some respect on. It. Uh, the memes to come out of that. We have were been just talking about. That. Have yeah, been we were so good. <laughs> and by the way, Charlemagne is the that show is an incredible show. Mm-hmm. The Breakfast Club at, uh, in Power in New York. But Charlemagne is my favorite. 
personality I think ever. He is just the like literally all of Birdman's crew walks in there and he's like, "Say what you got to say, Birdman." And, and I'm like, "This is going to be a fight. And like Bird he's going to kill him like an idiot." Yeah, yeah, and he walked out. He walked out. You you had 12 guys. Yeah. You he, brought 12 guys. He told Kanye West his album sucked to his face. Yeah. I <laughs> like, thought it was whack. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's amazing. He, he really doesn't. If care. you don't know who we're talking about, Google them. They're great. Google Oh, Everybody knows. Everybody Everyone knows. knows. If you don't know, yeah. now you know. Birdman. Um, geez, what were we just talking we about? Just, oh, yeah. Um You know, I, Nashville, you always got to you gotta curb your own expectations. I expect the Sharks to beat the Predators. But how come? Well, because I didn't expect the Predators to beat the Ducks. Okay, Steve, well, did you expect the Sharks to beat the Kings? And the answer is no. I didn't call that at all, and definitely not in five. No. Um, so, are the Sharks all of a sudden a favorite because they exceeded expectations yes. in round one? Yes. Because you know what? Bandwagons. That's why. You're right. You're right. Well, the Sharks are already screwed because I said they would make the cup final last show. So, oh. they're already screwed. Oh. I do think, I, I'm with you, I think that the Sharks win this series. But I was impressed by the tenacity of Nashville. Yes, yes. You know what? Uh, the Ducks had their struggles for sure. Poor Bruce Boudreaux. Poor Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, how we'll many how many Bruce Boudreaux era is over tweets did you get last night? Era. Era. That's what I meant. Like Over. I got all the tweets. Okay. What is it? He's lost one in seven. What is, does it mean anything? He's one in seven in game sevens, but he's won eight division titles mm-hmm. in eight years. So here's here's my question: Why did we not factor him in when we were talking about our picks for for the the bracket? Because any Bruce Boudreaux coached team, how far do they get in the playoffs? Okay, but to the Capitals, but to and the Ducks. <sighs> But to bet against the Ducks for that, it's true. We are we are then saying that all eight years his team won a division title. It was just because they were great and no other reason. No, I think Bruce Bruce Boudreau is a good coach. I think he might have the same issue the Toronto Raptors might have, which is he doesn't adjust when other teams adjust to him. You can you can get away with that in the regular season because you're playing one game, but when you have a series. You That's are going, where real coach, uh, the best coaches succeed. Exactly. So you're going to come in and you're going to play your game. Well, they've adjusted to your game and now it's not working. So what adjustments in your game are you going to? Well, we're going to play our game. Well, yes, mm. but you're going to have to fix something or change something on the fly to to play your game. So what is that going to be? And I wonder. I don't know. I wonder if that's maybe the case. Maybe he's like, well, we'll stick to our guns or whatever, and it's just it's just not happening. Or maybe it's just bad luck. A Canucks, eight times in a row. Not a Canucks. A uh, Ducks fan uh, tweeted me last night, and he goes, you know what? You guys make fun of the Ryan Kessler contract all the time, but damn it if he's not the only guy who actually showed up hmm. for this game. And he's the, whoever that was is right. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely, look, look, you were bang on, sir, or ma'am. I will not. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I will not say Kessler's a bad player. No. He's just not at... Six point eight five million dollar season. Thirty one, thirty two years old. Oh my god, that's by the way that kicks in uh, next year. Not this past one when he made five. How much do you want to bet they leave him unprotected? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Like 100%. I've never been more sure. And I think he'll be a part of the new team because if I'm the new team, I want a guy like Ryan Kessler. Don't you? Why not? Why you not? Want some Bruce Boudreaux regular season stats? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Ten coaching years in the NHL. 
How many of those seasons has he not won a division title? Well, Steve's just said it eight, so it's two, uh, right? Uh, I guess if Steve already said it. Well, then. okay, the one where he was fired by Washington, mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to figure out what the other year was. Good question. I don't know. I, yeah, one year he finished fifth in the division with Anaheim, so he's eight out of ten. Uh, coaching record with Anaheim is two oh eight and one oh four. How do you? Come on! You can't, you, you can't you fire that, that guy. You yeah, can't you fire want? him. Exactly. It's it's a you cannot fire a coach with a record like that. Who's a hundred games above five hundred? That's insane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like that's crazy. And you know what? He was really great with Washington too. The thing that got him kicked out of town was when he sat Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like he's on. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like if he continues to coach and he, his teams continue winning at this pace, isn't he on pace to be like the winningest coach of all time? Yeah, he has 400 wins right now. Like he's always, so, you yeah. always hear wow. like fastest coach to 300, fastest yeah. coach to 400, fastest co- one in seven in game sevens. But bad it's, luck. It's that it could be horrible luck or it's that one game game plan. Thing. See, if I'm the Ottawa Senators, I'm kicking myself for already hiring a new head coach. Or did they already? No, they had a new GM. Yeah. No head coach. It's Dorian, I think. Because if I am the Ottawa Senators, I am watching that Anaheim situation like a hawk, and I am grabbing him. Because all the Ottawa Senators want to do is make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, so what does care. what does Bruce Bruce Boudreaux do for you in a wide open division? Play. Basically, he yeah. gets you to the uh, damn playoffs. That's all. The, that is all the Senators want to do, so they can make budget. You know, okay. So I I don't like the narrative that he just can't get it done. But how many years have we seen the photo of him in the final five minutes of a game seven and him looking absolutely devastated? I want to give him a hug. He seems like a nice enough guy. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. It's just, I does he crack? He might crack under the pressure. But like, what is going wrong then? Like, what when a coach cracks or when a coach is uh, can't handle the pressure? What what is that like on the bench? Does he start throwing the wrong guys out? Does he? Why? Well, you know what? I think energy. What? I mean, energy alone. You know, as on when you're on a team, you can tell going into a game sometimes whether or not you're going to go in and dominate or whether or not you're going to go in and have a good time just based on the mentality in the dressing room like i think you there is an energy for sure oh yeah and i think if your coach is putting off an energy like that that's got to be a little bit like whoa you ever go into a situation like a like a school project or something at work or you're building something and the people you look over at the person you're working with or some of the people you're working with and you go oh no They're clueless too. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes you're like, I just, I just want a little reassurance and you look over and you go, Oh no, they're just as scared as I am. Yeah. Sometimes that helps. And, uh, and then sometimes you've got that doesn't. one person, that white knight mm. who comes in and is totally confident and knows they can take it. And you're <laughs> oh, like, no. whatever that guy's on, I'm going to be on that train too. And you ride their coattails. And, and you know who you- that wasn't was Corey Perry, who had zero goals and four assists all all uh, series. Ew, that's over so $8 million. Dollars. Four points. Well, I mean, technically he gets paid for the regular season and not I the playoffs. So and I, I bet, you know, you put Corey Perry in the playoffs next year, that's not going to happen. No. I think they probably just had a bad bad series. Didn't seem like they got their, their S together, as it were. I don't know. Well, let's stop talking about them because they don't matter. Yeah, well, They're gone. Yeah, it's true. Unless Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux gets fired, and then it's then we got to talk about it. But I who's, think who's going to write the eulogy for them? 
Good question. Mm. Steve's is up, by the way, at puckdaddy.com. <laughs> on the team that we knew was going to have a eulogy written about them after the first round, we knew this pretty much for sure, the Minnesota Wilds. Minnesota Wild. We'll be right back on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. We have, this weekend, a draft lottery. Ooh! And many angles to cover. That's so close. We'll get to those next, including, what if Austin Matthews doesn't go first overall? What? It's possible. So we have... In this segment, a couple things. We've got some Mike Francesa audio. <coughs> oh, oh boy. Which we'll get to. First, though, we have a draft lottery this weekend. <laughs> Yay! And I, I, there isn't much of a, a round of applause coming from this table because there is a, a tad bit of n- nerves going into this. You know, obviously, as a Toronto fan podcast, I mean, we are we are Toronto fans, all, all three of us. Uh, we want Austin Matthews, or we want that first round pick. You know, First Adam, overall pick. You know, Adam? I, this is going to be one of those things where you ever head into a situation knowing you're going to feel differently in the moment. Okay. What do you mean? Right now I am so at peace. I have prepared myself so much for the Leafs to pick fourth that I'm at peace with them. So picking is it, fourth. is it only first or fourth like last year or is it, can they do second, third or fourth? No, it's any of the first four picks mm-hmm. they could get. They could get first, they could get second, they could get third, they could get fourth. Uh, but I've just made peace with the fact that they're going to lose each of the three lotteries and pick fourth. And I'm fine with it because I know they're going to get a great player. What if one of the Finnish kids drops? What if, you know, Matthew Kachuk is great? What if what if they're able to get Alex Nylander? What if they trade down and get even more draft picks? That is going to be great. And I know in the moment, in the moment, if they lose, like the second they announce... All three picks, I'm going to be absolutely crushed. I'd be shattered. I'd be shattered if they don't pick top three. Here's what I'm hoping for, and I, I don't even know if there's a 50% of this chan- chance of this happening, because you say, well, there's four picks, there's a 50% chance that you're in the top two. The thing is that I don't think it actually works that way, because there's a 20% shot at pick one, and I don't no. know what the pick two percentage is, but I don't 17.5. think... 17.5. Yeah, so that does not equal 50%, is my point. No, it's, uh, it's actually, it's pretty weird. So if you go to NHL Draft Lottery Simulator... Dot com, which uh, I have stayed away from because no, uh, I have done less of it this year than last. Last year I ran it about two thousand times, literally. Um, you know, which makes me the GM of the Vancouver Canucks. And um, <laughs> if you look look at the Leafs' percentages uh, odds to win whenever they don't win a particular lottery because it goes first, second, third on mm-hmm. that site. So the chances of them winning goes up mm-hmm. each round that they don't win, but it's only by like a couple percent. So they so it's twenty percent odds to win the first pick, and then if they lose, it might be like twenty two or twenty one or twenty three, depending on who else wins. For instance, it, I just went to the website and I picked Edmonton to pick to pick first, and now the Leafs' chances are twenty three point one percent. Yes. So if Edmonton wins a lottery. See, Leaf fans should almost be excited if Edmonton wins, and I know that sounds stupid. Wait a second, what? Edmonton has the second best odds, Okay, right? So if they win, yes, they leapfrog the Leafs, technically, but then the Leafs' odds to win the next one go up. Yeah. I know that sounds stupid. Okay, no, no, I get it. let's Let's say, I don't know, the Hurricanes. Let's pretend the Hurricanes won the first lottery. The Leafs' chances of going up. of winning only go up by like I think less than one percent. Ran it again. Vancouver gets the first overall pick, so now the Leafs' chances of getting the second are twenty two percent instead of twenty three 
when Edmonton won. Right. But it's none true. of that matters when we get the first overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesse, you're going for it. You think it's going to happen? Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. So, 100%. Uh, there is a shot, guys. There's a chance that, and this is why I want them to pick at least top two, that a guy, a young man out of Finland named Patrick Lane, and it's it spelled Lane, but apparently it's pronounced Lane. I thought it was Lane. Lane, okay, or Lane. We'll get our Finnish listeners to yell at us yeah, again. I'm Just sure. like they did oh, by the way, I have a Kashmir bunch of Kuskiswell. I have a bunch of Finnish names that we have to try out uh, and oh, audio to support oh, them too. Oh, so we're gonna oh, do that in a, on a upcoming wait. show. I'm saving that. Don't worry. Our Finnish, our Finnish listeners came in in droves. It was crazy. Uh, I got tons of tons of audio. Lots. It's amazing. There are a lot. I've actually had to lean on a few uh, Finnish listeners to the show a few times this year. Um, there was uh, one article I had to write when uh, Kasperi Kapanen was put on a stamp. In Finland, the, people were sending me the article uh, saying it fr- from Europe. Which but and it's you in had Finnish, such a, and I'm like, st- cool. You want to want to read that to me? <laughs> <laughs> and just to make sure they weren't messing with me, like I had to ask a few others, cross reference it. It was it was pretty cool. So Patrick Line could could be picked first overall. Could be. And and there's and there's a lot of evidence to support he may be the best player in the draft. He's already got a shot. They say not Ovechkin's shot, but akin to it in the sense that it is just absolutely unreal his shot. And he's also got the wheels and the smarts. So and it's a, Kessel Part Two. Well, oh my God. that is that. I don't know about that. I'm not sure if he's a fan of hot dogs or not. So they they didn't really get into okay. that in the scouting reports. But okay. from what I'm reading, <laughs> he is an incredible hockey player. And he put on a hell of a performance in the Finnish playoffs. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he MVP? I think he was playoff MVP in his team one. Or am yes. I thinking of Puli RV? Which, who, by the way, yeah. his team won gold at the under 18s. Ah, oh, but you got to draft a goal, Canadian kid. You got to get him in there. Can't have these uh, fish sticks, kids. <laughs> fish. Yeah, he's fish sticks. The great thing about both, the great thing about both Line A and Austin Matthews and and it's Puyarvi. I'm gonna say that I I called him that pulled pork kid in the, my the pulled pork, yeah. video. Those ah, pulled pork finish kid. All three of those guys don't have to play in the NHL and they don't have to go back to the CHL. Nope. So you can protect them with the Marlies, and that is a good thing. Even if it's nifty, it's nifty. Even if they make the team out of camp and you're like, you know what, gonna give you some time. I'm going to give you some time. I'm going to give it 20 games with the Marley. See how you do there or whatever it is the Leafs want to do. What those players give you are options. So I really hope that it is top two. If it's top three, that's fine too. And let's be honest, a top four pick is still great. Okay. We're all going to be really disappointed if it's fourth, but this team is going to be built on more than just a top 10 first or first round pick. That's why we have Dale Hunter. He's got to be able to... Mark got, Hunter. Mark Hunter. That's why we have Mark Hunter. That's why Dale. we got the brother of Dale Hunter. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> that's why we have them. Those guys are, are there to scout all the players that other teams are not going to pick up on. And remember, we say it every time, who went in the second round that went, well, was really, who's really great. Exactly. And Names of players. They're, they're first, uh, his, his bread and butter is who the Leafs get in the second round, the third round, yes. the fourth round, the fifth round. Because it's easy to pick the top 10 guys. It is easy, relatively. Yeah. Any of the people in this room could go up and be like, uh, we'll take one of the projected top five. Yeah. Please. Chances are. And no one will get mad at us. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they'll get mad at us if we pick someone out of the expected top five. 
which mm-hmm. means we just do the obvious. Yeah. Which means the Edmonton Oilers are geniuses. The top three picks in any sport, any normal person with any type of knowledge could pick them. Yes. Just go up there Pretty and much. don't in, screw Unless up. it's a very rare situation, mm-hmm. there's there's usually a consensus top five. Now, yeah. with that said, oh, Steve, you want to see, you got something? Well, yeah. Okay, so if you obviously if you go to draftlotterysimulator.com, just Google NHL Draft Lottery Simulator, uh, you, you get to see how much of a crapshoot it is. You'll come up with so many different combinations. Uh, there is an article, if you look up, uh, if you Google Canucks Army Draft Lottery, they wrote something about the draft lottery for this year. And there are some really interesting factoids in there that you should read. So they wrote, so the Leafs had the best odds, right? Mm-hmm. Oilers had the second best odds. So what are the odds that the team with the best odds, the Leafs, wins one of the lotteries, and the Oilers, who have the second best odds, win the next one? That seems like the most likely scenario, that, right? Percentage-wise. It, te- it technically is. So here's what they wrote. This is technically the most likely scenario, but of course... With this many combinations, the most likely scenario isn't very likely. The chances of the worst two teams picking first and second overall, respectively, is just 3.3%. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Everything is proportional, so the chances of the 14th worst team don't change much, even when the biggest chunks are removed. Third worst has the most to gain here, and has a little better than a one in six chance at winning the third overall selection. And there are some other crazy things in there. I think the, it was like uh, the odds of the of the three best teams, so the teams with the worst odds at winning the first overall pick. The odds of them winning all three lotteries is like one in two hundred thousand or something like that. <sighs> okay. Wow. <laughs> well, if they, if, which if, means if, it's going to happen. If there was ever a year, the Leafs are in it, so this is the year. Yes. Um, I. I do, as much as I am preparing myself for this, let's, let's all just be, let's just all be honest here. How disappointed are we going to be if the Leafs are picking fourth overall? Uh, for me, it depends who wins. If, if it's, if it's so, okay, let me rephrase the question. If Edmonton gets the first overall pick, what will be your reaction? And then. We want to go with separate reactions here, and then I want to gauge the storylines that will inevitably come out of Twitter Ooh. and on in the media. I want to know what the big storyline. Edmonton wins this pick. Your reaction, Steve? Yeah, I don't know about you, Jesse, but for me, if Edmonton wins, it might be the best thing that could possibly happen to me personally, because it's pure comedy. That's hilarious, dude. That's content for a month. I can do video after video after video, post after post, talking about that, ripping on that, doing all kinds of skits about that. That would be hilarious. And as a Leaf fan, what do I care how good or bad the Oilers are? Yeah, they're a Canadian team, but Stanley Cup Final. Like, that's where that matters. That's it. That's really it. Which, save this audio, LOL. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) But seriously, it doesn't really affect me that much. It's not like there's a huge, bitter rivalry there with the Oilers. I won't care. I won't care. If the Canadians win, first of all, bitter rival forever and ever. By the way, are the, Can- the Canadians could. They have the ninth best odds. Um, so, And by the way, they're probably not going to pick worse than ninth. Because the odds of them getting leapfrogged aren't aren't very good. That's Rocket but Richard's number. It's Rocket Richard's number, I'm just saying. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. But if they win, bitter rival. So just arguing with friends, that's bad. But then also... Whoever they get, the Leafs got to play them six times a season. 
and they're they're in the division. Well, they're in the conference. Oilers aren't in the I same mean, division. Hold on. They're not hold in the on. same You're conference. You're saying we got to play? You get they got to play them? No, not necessarily. It's Michelle Darian. Uh, He's not going to put the best players on the ice. Oh, that's true. Come on. I think you play backup. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you... Until you put some respect on it. (laughs) Uh, Put respect on my name. Put respect on Darian's name. (laughs) Jesse. Yes. Your reaction if the Edmonton Oilers get the first overall pick? I think that means there's more... It's a more likely chance that we get someone like Taylor Hall. Because if they draft Austin Matthews, that means they got some room to move some guys out. And that means the Leafs could pick up some guys. Adam, I mean, Jesse, sorry. <laughs> are we interchangeable to you? Is that yeah, what it is? Pretty much. I mean, I know your name's on the show. I know. Other humans are just not Steve. <laughs> Listen, not Steve. <laughs> His, Steve's brain works like Iron Man's face, and it's yeah. like, not Steve. Also not Steve. Also not Whenever Steve. Whenever I order something like from, like, you know, I'm going out to get coffee, I'm like, hello, person who doesn't matter. Oh, okay. uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about. We're talking about oh, no. Jesse's reaction. We're assuming that the Oilers are going to, like, actually do something to change. This might be the thing that pushes them to finally change. That's what I'm hoping How many more years for. are we going to say that? Eventually, it's going to happen. Well, they do have a new regime. A and, new building. And a new building. But also, they have people who have won in the past and built great teams in the past now. Instead of former Oilers who were on great teams and never built anything but had the job anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think, I think with Shirelli, I think you got to change the way you look at the Edmonton Oilers in this draft versus and last draft versus the previous drafts. And Shirelli has the history of shipping guys out of town. <laughs> so yeah, in three young, years, Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid are Leafs. <laughs> exactly. And we'll give him Erickson. Of, of shoving the best, most talented players in the league out of town. Positivity, guys. True. One of the best tweets I've ever seen sent in hockey Twitter was sent on April 10th of this year by Down Goes Brown. He said the God, em- funny. Edmonton Oilers rebuild plan 2010 to we don't know. And it's just, it's a chart. He made a cycle chart. And it's... Why are we bad again? I can't understand it. Next thing. Obviously, major changes are required. Definitely need to trade some key pieces. Well, not that guy. Also not him. (laughs) That guy could still be good someday. (laughs) Wouldn't get much for him anyway. You know what? Maybe we should just tinker. Why are we bad again? I can't understand it. <laughs> Obviously, major changes are required. Definitely need to trade some key pieces. Well, not that guy. Also not him. I was in a meeting. I think I said this on the. I was in the meeting the other, uh, like a couple weeks ago. Same thing. Well, there's this thing isn't working. Well, what if we go? And we went through several mm-hmm. things, and nobody wanted to change anything. And uh, and I was like, well, that's great. So we're going to continue to be where we're at. That's cool. That's Next cool. Next why, why is anything going well? It, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. In every field. Every field. Every, every profession. Everything. The NHL is not different. And that is uh, why I said, and a lot of people hated me for it. New just got to go. Boom. I said the Nuge. Call him the Nuge. Pick one. Pick one. And, 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 Pick and any I, of them. I'm sorry. Everly is not enough. Nuge has got to go. Oh, my God. Or draft anyone outside of the first round. Or draft anyone outside of a center. Yeah. But then, <laughs> like, I mean, I know they have, yeah. I mean, I know there are non-centers on the team. But I'm just saying, they, they draft... That is the funny thing. Like, okay, you, you have to draft the best player available. Of course you do. Of course. 
But the last thing they need is another scoring center, <laughs> which is a good problem to have. Know, you know what? They could use a scoring center. They could use the, their center depth is we're not sure, but as a forward, mm-hmm. just another forward. Yeah. The plan is to run Darnell Nurse. They're going to triple shift them every game. You know who would have looked gonna- Darnell and Noah Hannafin would look really good together right about now. <laughs> not that I wouldn't say, not that I would say don't draft Connor McDavid ever. But Carolina Hurricanes have got to be looking to deal. And they did just lose a stall, and they could use a scoring centerman to in which to build a team around. Gee, I wonder what the Oilers Do have. Do you trade the first overall pick? If you're Edmonton. You think when about was the it, last time? It. I think you got to think about it. When was the last time that happened? The first overall pick was traded? That does not. I mean, it happens in football all the time. And it's funny. Football is like it's like football is like the uh, the CHL. It's like I'm going to give you four thousand picks, and I want your one pick. <laughs> and then a few years from now, I will get all those picks back because I traded my pick to some other sucker and, and got four thousand con- picks back. Conditional this and, and, and then that some money and, the, and yeah. Holy smokes! It's true. So complicated. The last time it happened was in 2003. When the Panthers traded the number one overall pick and a third rounder to the Penguins for the number three pick and a second ra- rounder. Is that the Malkin pick? No. <coughs> no, no, no. Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre wow. Fleury. And I think the Panthers got Nathan Horton. The number three pick? I believe that would have been Nathan Horton. Which, you know what? Had his back held up. Still a pretty good, pretty damn good pick. He was a good player. He was a very good player. Um, Looking it up right now. We are running out of time on the Nathan radio portion. Horton. We're running out of time on the radio portion of this, but you know, at the end of the day, we're all going to be super sad, super serial sad, if the Leafs are not picking first, and especially super serial sad if the Oilers are picking first. And I think that goes league wide. I disagree. And I, I think disagree. here's what I also think. I think if the Oilers pick first overall. I think peop- now there's a target on that team. Now fans are going to start booing the Oilers just for the fact that they have sucked for so you long. Can't boo a team that sucks. You can you can't boo in this case. You you're intentionally sucking at no. this point, right? You don't right. <laughs> I mean, there there is an intentionally suck. You don't boo Ralph. <laughs> you can't boo Ralph. Wiggum. But if Ralph is intentionally not learning to read and eating crayons, you can't. This is not nice. This is not. You nice. Are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really great comparison. Are you saying that at every draft after their first round pick, the Oilers are like, "Hey, the purple berries." Yes. Exactly. Ow. <laughs> with That's that, not my favorite <laughs> With that, we are going to go on the on the Steve Dangle podcast on Sportsnet 590 the fan in the download portion of this podcast. The Islanders. The Islanders are a third-rate organization according to our favorite radio host. Mike Francesa. Oh, my. And, uh, Steve, you just ran the draft lottery simulator on your computer. What are the picks, sir? Third overall pick, Winnipeg Jets. Second overall pick, Vancouver Canucks. First, Leafs. Woo! This would make me pissed. First overall pick, Vancouver Canucks. Okay, I don't really care about that, mm-hmm. but whatever. I, I care a little bit so about that. Can you, can you run through the top three picks that you've ju- you just re-ran the simulator? Yes, what do you have? Yes. First overall pick, Vancouver Canucks. Okay. Canucks fans will just be raining and raving. And don't worry, a- they'll trade it for someone else mediocre. You never know. They'll, they'll definitely be giving it to me for all the grief I gave them this year. Second overall that, pick. They didn't earn anything, though. Second Get out of here. Pick, All right. Another team that I've given much grief to, and this hurts the Leafs a bit because same conference, Columbus Blue Jackets. 
But that doesn't sting nearly as much as the third pick, which is the Montreal Canadiens. That would sting more. To me. Just saying. Want me to do it again? I'm going I'm going down the rabbit hole. I feel like Jet Sabres Coyotes. No, let's not do this. Want me to do it again? No. Flames Oilers Devils. Want me to do it again? No. Devils? Screw the Devils. Coyotes, Oilers, Leafs. No. Want me to do it again? No. Jets, Coyotes, Flames. Want me to do it again? Can you close his Flames, computer, please? We got stuff. We got actual things to talk about. Want me to do it about. again? So, so, Adam, what would you like to talk about? I would Devils, like Leafs, to... Canucks. Want me to do it again? Hey! Avalanche, Canucks, Blue Jackets. Want me to do it again? See how much of a crapshoot this is? Oilers, Flames, Leafs. Want me to do it again? Leafs, Sens, Canucks. Oh, my God! I've learned that if you do it enough times, the percentages just work out. And the Leafs win the majority. Like if you get up to well, yeah, because they have the highest Not percentage. The exactly. So Steve, if Steve, you, if you, no, no, stop it. No, close it. Okay, close his computer. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, you have very long arms. Please, please shut his computer off. It's shut not it off. What these arms are for. These arms aren't made for closing. These arms. All right. Can we get on to something more fun? I know those are the words. What? Mike Francesa does not like the New York Islanders. I'll have you know, I avoided this clip for 24 hours so I could hear it for the first time here. <laughs> I have not heard it either because I was, nobody even bothered to send it to me, which is surprising. I know. They did. They did? You were tagged in some of the tweets. Oh, yeah. damn. Okay, well, sorry I didn't see them because I haven't been looking at Twitter very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Adam's like, what do you want to talk about today? I'm like, oh, can't wait to talk about that Mike Francesa thing. And you just see his face go, do, 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 so uh, all I know, so we're gonna go with we're gonna go completely dry into this. All I know is that Mike does not think much of the New York Islanders, and here's what he had to say about it. Uh-huh. Just wanted to ask you a question. You know, I always ask you: Is it going to take the conference championship to get you out to Barclay? That's the uh, one. Yeah, you know what? Here's what's wrong with them right now. They're not. I'm gonna be honest with they're you. They're not set up for you, right? They're not. They're not very good at. Uh, 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 they're, they're not very good at promoting. I gotta be Mike honest with you. Mike is talking. They're, they're third rate at promoting themselves. Uh, they they, they got. They got to realize this is New York and this is the big time because they're a third. They're a third rate organization. I'm sorry. They are. They don't know what they're doing. They're in the playoffs the second round now. They don't even know how to be there. They don't know how to promote themselves. Uh, you know. They I couldn't even. Is. They couldn't even find the time to get the coach to the show here. And we were we were willing to take them. They couldn't even get into the show on time. Mm, I know so, what's going I mean, on they, here. They don't know what they're doing. They're, they're a little lost right now. They're in a little deep. Now their players aren't, but the organization is. The organization right now, as far as what it's doing, especially from a PR standpoint, is lost. I mean, they just, they're the third rate at best. Okay. So he's not calling out the Islanders. What that is, my friends. Uh, I'm going to just come out and say it. That's Mike Francesa whipping out his manhood and going. Waving it at the Islanders, going, excuse me, <laughs> you have not allowed me access to your team in the way that I believe, personally, I should be allowed. And by the way, some teams just don't allow that. Some teams are just not, they're not PR teams. They're not teams that are going to give you tremendous amounts of access. I can tell you right now, it's it's difficult to get access to any professional team, whether your company owns it or not. And you know what? Uh, uh... That's a lot of wagon of something. I, you know, I don't know about the wagon, but you are right. That is bang on the reason why he is upset. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to rip Mike, but, uh, you know, were it, were it not uh, that I have felt the same way myself in the past? Well, I think we all do. But at the end of the day, Mike is calling them a third-rate organization when that is not necessarily true. It's just maybe they didn't want to deal with Mike. Well, you know and, what? And, that well, might be they're not possible. set up for me. But I tell you what, 
I know a young man who for half a decade had a deep, bitter hatred of the London Knights for that very reason. And that is the guy talking right now. When I did Junior Hockey Magazine, when I was the writer slash producer for that show, booked all the guests, um, most teams were extremely accommodating. That year, like it was such a good, and stop me if I've told this story before, but it was it was a really good year for junior hockey. Every week I was getting the phone number and, and talking to superstars in the NHL now, like Jordan Eberle, Taylor Hall, P.K. Subban, uh, John Tavares, who else? Holy smokes. Uh, well, Jared Cowan was the, was a big deal at the time. Zach Boychuk Toronto was Maple a first rounder that Jared year. Jared Cowan. Peter Holland was on the show. Toronto Maple Leaf. Car- uh, Future Carter former. Ashton, um, who else? Lots, lots of first-round picks. And my mission was to basically have on every first-round pick, uh, or every projected first-round pick. The one guy I was having trouble getting was Victor Hedman. He was in Sweden. So That's tough. Yeah, you can give me a mulligan on that one. I was just some 20-year-old trying to figure it out in the world. Um, but John Tavares gets traded. To, you know, we wanted to have him on later in the year. If he was with the Gens, I wouldn't have had a fucking problem. But he got traded to the uh, Knights. And, of course, you want to have the first overall pick on later in the year, right? Closer to the draft. It's just good booking. Thanks for the lesson, Gino. Gino Retta. Uh, so he gets traded to the Knights. And it's finally time to have John Tavares on week. So I call their PR guy. Uh, guy whoop. Call their PR guy. Who shall remain unnamed. Do you know this person? Well, Still? I did. At the, no, 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 no. Um, I did at the time. And he's like, yep, you can have uh, John Tavares on. No problem. Call me at this time and we'll arrange it. We'll figure it out. Blah, 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 blah. Was it like trying to get Prince's people to call you? It was exactly like trying to get Prince's people to call me. If you've ever seen that Kevin Smith thing where he's talking about shooting a documentary with Prince. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. I was doing that. I was doing that show, and I was trying to book a fucking show, uh, a nationally syndicated show, and see, now my Mike Francis says, how dare he? And I was trying to book that, and I was doing a full course load at school. I was doing a full course load. So he doesn't answer first time I call. I go, all right. I wait a little bit. Call again. Doesn't answer that. Wait a little bit. Call again. Wait a bit. Call again. Wait a bit. Call again. Wait a bit. I don't have time to be fucking doing this shit. Pick up the phone when you said to call the phone. God damn it. (laughs) I was pissed. I've been holding this grudge for years. Anyway, he finally answers. I go, uh, hey, sir, let's say. Hey, Jim. Sir Jim. Hey, Jim. He's a knight. So it's Sir Jim. Hey, Jim. You didn't get Uh, that, did did, you? You didn't get it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was, it was good. I like Sir I, Jim because he's a knight. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I got it. Sorry, I'm stewing. Sorry, I'm stewing. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to let you stew. You go. I'm, I'm, I'm stewing in, this. My, I'm in my 2009 rage. Um, let it out. I go, uh, sir. You know, d- did you get um, my call? He goes, yeah, I got your call. And the other six times you called. Oh. And so, and this is when I just went, fuck it. I was 20 years old when I did this. I go, listen, asshole, you told me to call you. Well, that's <laughs> maybe aggressive right off the bat. I was just like, look, you told me to call you this time. I'm trying to do did this. Did you say listen, to- asshole? 
I didn't actually say oh, it was an okay. asshole. But you know what? I was going to be like, well, Steven. <laughs> for, for the next two weeks, every time I looked in the mirror, you ever rehearse a conversation yeah, or go, all the time. Here's how this would have gone. Listen, asshole. <laughs> I, I, but I did. I, I was not nice. I was rude. I was like, listen, you told me to call it this time. And I kind of barked at the guy, right? And he actually, like, to the point where he he realized he was wrong. Hmm. He was. He was very wrong. Sure. And he called me back later to apologize. And I remember being like, wow. How about that? The PR guy for the London Knights calling me to apologize, you know? So, and then he goes, you know what? You know, I'm sorry. John will be on at this time. You can call him, you know, let us know this at this time. And I go, great. And he goes, and uh, if you ever want to have anyone else on, any of our other draft eligible guys, uh, you just let me know and I'll arrange that for you. And I went, yeah, okay, cool. Sounds good. And I hung up and I went, fuck you. That is not happening. Mm-hmm. I, am oh, not I thought doing... he heard it or something. I was like, no. No, 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 no. no. I didn't say that to him. But I, I went, fuck you. I'm not having a night on for the rest of the year. How about that? Stupid. But it was a mission of mine. Because the Leafs were going to have a really good pick that year. And it was I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool to at least have the number for whoever that Leaf ends up being. Whoever that player is. Whoever the Leafs draft. And I remember I was big on the Jared Cowan train. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, got that number. I was big on this train, that train, that train, that train. And imagine how much my heart sunk when Brian Burke gets up there and he goes... With the seventh overall pick, the Toronto Maple Leafs select from the London Knights, Nazem Kadri, uh, <laughs> who we did not have as a guest that year because I said fuck the Knights. See, this is, and this leads back into, this leads into a couple things. First off, why you must not, as you must resist the temptation as a broadcaster sometimes. Sometimes you got to beat your chest. Sometimes not. I think yeah. Francesa was go- was sending a message to the G- Islanders Gino there. doesn't know that story. <laughs> well, he does now. Uh, Francesa... Mm-hmm. Um, has to be careful because the Islanders don't need Mike Francesa. Mm-hmm. The Islanders will be there after ah, Mike Francesa. You know, ah, see, I, I don't. I mean, as much as I love our boy Mike, I do. Mike is at the end of his career and has said that multiple times. He could go on another twenty years, but the Islanders will still be a franchise after Mike is gone. And guess what? There are other radio stations. If I am the Islanders PR guy, I go, okay, Mike. Okay. Oh, we're not ready for you? Okay, whatever. What's uh, WFAN's main competitor? I don't, I don't know what it is in New York. They're not big one, though. Doesn't they're matter. Not, they're not in the guess, front. Guess who? Or what's what's the morning show on WFAN? Because it's a, I believe it's Fox affiliated, so it couldn't be Mike and Mike, but it would mm. be something else. Whoever it is, I'm going to them. And I am not having Mike broadcast so, live. I don't know. Absolutely. This is going to be lo- there longer than the head coach. Is going to be there longer guys, than the GM. How much guys, money? are you kidding me? How much traffic and money does Deadspin alone generate from off just Mike. publishing Mike Francesa shit? Mm-hmm. So imagine how much they make off Mike. He's probably worth every dollar he's paid, even though we make fun of him. He one hundred percent is. I am not. I am not doubting that for one minute. Mm. But if you are the PR person, don't tell me that you do anything for him after this. Uh, I don't know. That's just, that is an old way. Honestly, it's an old way of doing business and it's not a good way of doing business. Hmm. This, this day and age, it doesn't work like that anymore. That used to, that's an 80s, 70s thing. That does, I can tell you honestly from experience that does not work. And I'll eat my words if Mike is broadcasting live from the Barclays Center next week. Fine. 
If that's what's happening, cool. But I just don't think if you're Mike Francesa and you want to broadcast live from the Barclays Center, which it sounds like he does because his listeners are like, why don't you broadcast live from there? Well, they're third rate. I just don't know what what does Mike have to gain from that? You know what? Mike has nothing to gain from that. But he's got nothing to lose, I guess. Well, yeah. He's, yeah, but he's got nothing to gain from that. And he shouldn't be so petty. But damn it, if I don't remember that Scott Glennie was the only guy who ever ducked our show. <laughs> which, which is who? He Exactly. But he was, uh, he was, I think he was picked like ninth overall by the Dallas Stars. And I was trying to have every first round pick. And he was the only guy who uh, completely said, yep, I'm coming on. And then never did. His career went well. Well, no, but uh, listen, I'm not doing this to shit on Scott Glennie. I'm just saying that was seven years ago, and, and I still remember, remember that yeah. shit. I, I remember, remember. I'm not sore about no, it. No, it's true. But I remember it. I remember career games in the NHL. Scott Glennie. I think he played. How many? Thirty. How many? Fifty. One. Okay. Well, wow. Two penalty minutes. Hey, one game. Well, he made a mark. That's it. Uh, he and Andrew Peters should do a show together. Uh, <laughs> Dude, Andrew Peters played 228 more he games. He did. He no. did. I know. I know. <laughs> How do you know? I get it. I get it. So here's. Here's my. I next, don't remember how to long divide. I don't here's remember. my next thing. Okay, so we're I don't talking remember about my blood type, Jesse. But I remember that we're talking about biases in sports, right? We're talking about what happens when this sort of thing happens. And by the way, I don't blame Mike for being mad. There was a pop artist no. that Blake and I were mad at because she was extraordinarily rude to us, and we said it multiple times on the air that she's not welcome back. And that pop artist is one of the biggest in the world, and at the time she wasn't, but she was so rude. Um, and now it's like. Well, if she if if the interview were were to be offered to us, I don't know how we turn it down. You have to take it. You almost have you, to take you, it. You said it on air many times. You want to just say no, it? no, no. No, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to rehash bad, eh? it. I don't want to rehash it again. I've said it. I've already said it. If you missed it, you missed it. But I think it was one of those things where it's just kind of like ah. Anyway, <laughs> not the way to do business, and I I I sort of regret that. There was, however. A guy who we tried to get on the podcast years ago, this is before Jesse was here, to talk about a situation happening in Boston. And he said, and he was a reporter, and he said, great, my fee's $1,000. And we said, great, we'll do the show without you. <laughs> Who's that? There was, a, there was a reporter that we, he, you tried to book him. And you said, I'm going to get so-and-so from this. And this was bef- BJ. Before Jesse, right? This is, B, this is BJ. <laughs> okay, just checking. I don't remember this. Is this, I wonder, is this the same... Jerk who uh, I asked to like do a guest blog or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't write for free." He might have been. We'll have to talk. We'll have might to have talk. Been. Yeah, Ooh. since we're all talking in code, not thrown out. <laughs> I just know games. it was a, re- a reporter. For, I don't even know his name. I just know that it was a reporter from Boston, and I looked at him. Mm. I looked at his account, and I think at the time he had like twenty two thousand followers, and I'm like, he has less followers than you, Steve. How people, is he saying no to us? People don't get paid for media no, appearances they, like that. They well, yeah. some people do. Some people do. Some people do. Yeah, some, some people, people do. But, so that's yeah. a fun fact. Yeah. I, I do no, not. I do yeah. not either. <laughs> I'd love to know what yeah. that feels like. But good for him if he if he can make it. Good for him. Yeah. Anyway, if you're in high enough demand, you should yeah. charge. You know, because if you're Skip Bayless. Well, and that leads us into another thing that I no. want to talk to. We want to get to <laughs> we want to get to Skip Bayless in a second. But first, I want to mention the Larry Brooks Dan Boyle situation. Oh yeah, which by the way was unfolding like as we were recording last time, so we couldn't get to. So it. we're talking about biases in sports, and apparently there was a bias against Dan Boyle in 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 New York, according yeah. to certain people, because Dan Boyle's a bad quote. Good guy, bad quote. Oh, is that what it was? That was what I read from a, a person, and I, I I forget his name, to be honest with you, oh, but he does all this 
stats for he does like really statistical analysis for uh, for the Rangers. And you know how I found him? And you know how I found his timeline? Oh. Because Damian Cox retweeted him and said, I'm sorry, I've never heard of this person. Oh, oh, was it NY Ragnar's? <laughs> no, it was N- not NY Ragnar's, but it was a guy who does stats for it. And he said, oh, listen, shoot. this is what happened. So you, if you, you, you probably heard it, Dan Boyle kicked Larry Brooks and another reporter out of his scrum. And the other reporter wasn't actually in the scrum. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> he was he wasn't even in the building. Well, there he was, you go. He was off covering something else. Um, and so, so Larry Brooks and Dan Boyle had a thing. Yep. And now, I wonder where that stems from. What Now, the thing that gets me is that Larry Brooks, not that John Tortorella's some angel, but Larry Brooks is the common denominator in a lot of situations. What's his deal? Is he a great writer or is he a guy that causes controversy? Because there are both and there are room for, there is room for both in sports. You know what? I, I always give New York a little... I, I grade them on a curve. You know, you know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. I think even to be bad in New York media, you got to be at least somewhat good. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like a ra- it's like a restaurant in New York. If you, you can't can have a bad restaurant bad. in New York. Yeah. You can't. No. no On Manhattan Island, there are no bad restaurants because no. they don't survive. Yeah, they, it's true. It's 100% true. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, By the kid. way, the person I am quoting, and I, I didn't quote him directly, obviously, but um, Adam Z. Herman, who writes for Blue Shirts Banner. Oh, Okay. Adam Zierman. Consulting for ClearSlide and Analytics, writing about the Rangers and their prospects for Blue Shirt Banner. Sounds like he knows what he's and talking Damian about. Damian Cox said. I have no idea who person. this person is. Which, fair enough, but like, Jesus, Damian. Uh, <laughs> he, Damian, anyway. Damian definitely knows <laughs> and definitely doesn't like him. But anyway, <laughs> let's, let's save Fuck's that sake. for another time. Um, but, um, yeah. So, yes. so what do we think about the Larry Brooks, Dan Boyle situation? Could be Dan Boyle's last game. You know, I'll, okay, I'll relate it to myself again. Sometimes I criticize players pretty often, you know? And uh, sometimes those players aren't on the Leafs, right? I think the Leafs, I think guys on the Leafs who are aware of me, because not all of them are, but the ones who are. Oh, I think more eh, than, I don't eh, think they'd let that eh. on. When I criticize them, I think they get it. I think for the most part, they get it. Um, and they know that if I do a video about them 82 games a season, there's going to be some criticism. How many times did I criticize James Reimer over like the six years or whatever he was mm-hmm. with the Leafs? A ton of times because he deserved it. What a you are time. willing to do, what you specifically are willing to do, if, if I may, is you're willing to say, great job when great job is done. You don't I, hate a guy just to hate a guy. I praised Bozak more times this year than I criticized him. Because he was great. Because he was, well, yeah. He was really great. He deserved it. Absolutely. Um, So I think the Leafs, for the most part, get it. Although I'm sure a few aren't fans. But, like, if you're an out-of-town guy, like, sometimes I walk in there, like, for morning skate or whatever, when when I'm in there getting quotes or doing videos or, like, that cute little face swap thing I did with the Sabres. When I walk in there sometimes, I'm like, there is a guy I blasted pretty hard. And there's a guy I blasted pretty hard. And there's a guy. And I'm like, I don't know how, how bad I want to talk to them because they might have something to say. You know what? I had the opportunity to talk to Evander Kane. I didn't do it. Because <laughs> I'm like, eh. Why? Because of back on tracksuit? No, not because of back on tracksuit. I think that he would have actually appreciated Yeah, he must have. And if, <laughs> but, I hope Dustin Bufflin heard that. <laughs> oh, my God. And there's that, there's one person. That. If you are a Winnipeg fan, please tweet that episode yeah. at him because I would just love for Dustin to hear that. Oh, so man. You won't say anything ever. But 
I don't even know if he uses Twitter. But um, Larry Brooks writes columnisty stuff. Um, and well, not columnisty stuff. He's a columnist, and he's very critical, and he's a little flamboyant with it sometimes, which I think you got to be in New York. But then, uh, unlike a lot of columnists, he goes into all the scrums. So he invites, like, he puts his face right there. You know, oh, you would never say that to my face. And sure enough, there's the guy. There's the guy right there with his face. And over the years, people blow up at him sometimes. But it's only been two. Dan Boyle's criticism of Larry Brooks is that it's not that he criticizes guys. I don't, it's that he, I don't respect you. It's that he buries them. And he did, he did bury Dan Boyle. And there is a thing, you know, I don't agree with this, but it is the way it is. If you're not a great player, you better be a damn good quote. Because guys love damn good quotes. And they like talking to you. They, they like they like even being your friend. I've seen it. I've seen it. They like even being your friend. And it's really hard to criticize someone you have a nice rapport with. I've seen it. I've seen it a thousand times. And I've seen it and I go, no one is ever going to speak a word about this person. So is, and this is my, this is the same point that about the, the Ranger, the 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 Islanders and Mike Francesa, who will be there longer? Larry Brooks will be there longer than Dan Boyle. Larry Brooks will continue to do Larry Brooks. Dan Boyle is done with the Rangers. Well, what's he going to do? Get fired for generating a ton of buzz and not actually doing anything genuinely wrong? Well, and, and the interesting thing was that well, people are like, well, reporters criticize the players. Who criticizes the reporters? <laughs> As a non-reporter who does a sports talk podcast, I can tell you quite honestly, it is you. Huh? <laughs> or how about us every show? Every show, we do it. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, Listen, if you are, if you you want to step into the ring, you better be prepared for some poo flung in your face. Okay, you know what? that's what's going to happen. Maybe that. First of all, vivid. Second of all, <laughs> smelly poo. Maybe ten. Wow. Now vivid and smellovision. But maybe ten years ago, you would have had a point. Nowadays, if you write a shitty column, you know about it. Yeah. Even if you write the best column, somebody is still going to go, screw you, and I hope your family dies. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just going to happen. Oh, someone talked about decapitating me on the Sportsnet Facebook page the other day. That's amazing. Which was festive. Wow. I was festive. Like, which, by the way, posts on the Sportsnet Facebook page that I wrote, or it's a video of mine, but the, uh, the thumbnail isn't my face. Oh, all the comments are nice. When it's my face, fuck this fucking asshole, Dingleberry. I hate him. But by the oh, way, yeah. the same people who say Dingleberry are the same people who call them the Maple Laughs. The Laughs. You oh. are so lame. And by the way, I know our listeners, because they're younger, they're smart enough to know that if you post it on Facebook, we can see all the shit that you are associated with, where mm. you work, your phone number, that sort of thing. Mm. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Don't be on idiot. Facebook. Not just to us. I don't care. You could tweet me anything. I, I'm not really that worried about it. But don't don't go on Facebook and do that to people and and brands and that sort of thing. Don't be that person. Don't do it as an egg on Twitter. But especially don't do it on Facebook. Yeah, where your personal family Facebook is. If you, you know, if you need to triple check your tweet. Don't send it. Quintuple check your Facebook t- uh, post. Um. Where were we going with that? We're going to uh, well, I wanted to talk about those those sorts of biases and stuff because oh, we're, yeah. you were talking about your bias with the the London Knights. We're talking about mm-hmm. Mike uh, Mike Francesa's bias with the the Islanders. He's obviously mad at the the PR department, and you know, then of course we've got Dan Boyle, who doesn't have a great quote, who's a little bit who you know had a clash with Larry Brooks. I want to talk about though 
two people who are biased against common sense because there's a there's a theme, and that is Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith. Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith. Actually, you know what? Can I cut you off because I just sure. thought of, uh, just thought of something. You know who was a bad quote and a captain of a team and was only kind of a good player? Dion Phaneuf. Mm-hmm. You know who is a great quote, a, just a great quote and people love? And he had a good season this year, but he's had a few pretty off ones in recent memory. Shane Doan. And when he comes to Toronto, oh, oh. Says all the stuff. People love talking to him. And you know what? I was there. He was nice. He was cordial. But no one would say a bad thing about Shane Doan. And that's the reason why. It's not a criticism of Shane Doan. No. It's a criticism of the people who cover him. And the people who cover him. Anyway. By the way. We're human beings. This happens. Okay. Oh, totally. Bias, I'm just saying what it to, is. To live a life without bias is to not live at all, and mm. and truly, nobody's capable of it. So let's let's all let's all try. But it's, that doesn't mean it's possible. Now, I want to talk about this um, because I think it is a very interesting part of who we are as people. Okay. Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith hosted a show together. I don't even know the name of the show because it doesn't matter. First take. It should have been called Hot Take. Should have. Ooh. Should have been called Hot Take. H-O-T. And, and it is, it, 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 a first take is, is essentially a hot take because it is fresh out of the oven. And the best, the best part about this, about this program was the ridiculous things said on it. Skip Bayless would have a ridiculous opinion, and, and Stephen A. Smith would be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then next segment, what Stephen A. Smith worse? starts, and Skip Bayless, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and literally, shit. you needed the ringside announcer to go, "Oh my god, oh my god." Every every, I, I'm sure it's on in Canada. I just never see it. But whenever I'm in an airport, I'm like, "Holy shit, where's Steve and Steve, or where's Steve and Skip?" Yep. I can't wait to watch this. Even Steve if you watch it, anyone who's not me. You want to fight me, Kevin Durant? Oh my yeah, god! That happened! Oh that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. He thought he was a mob media boss. Ever say. <laughs> you, you don't want none of this, Kevin! <laughs> Kevin, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me, Kevin Durant? You do not want to come at me right now. Do you know who I am? <laughs> like, and. Oh yeah, Kevin Durant! <laughs> messing with. <laughs> messing with the superpowers here! Yeah, let me tell you something there, Kevin. You don't want any of this. <laughs> you, <laughs> your Ultimate Warrior is pretty good, man. No, oh, Isn't that well, Ultimate Warrior? No, it wasn't that good because no. my Ultimate Warrior is just my Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, okay. that's right. You know, he, he does those fingers already. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I got the fingers He's, missed. Up. I don't know my 80s wrestlers as well as Steven. But no, no, his Ultimate Warrior. Kevin, you want to come at me, Kevin? Well, let it. me tell you. You are on the. You are play for the thunder. I are play for the lightning. I play for the lightning and I bring the thunder. That is what I do. <laughs> what? The fuck are you talking about? And that's what the show should have been called. What the fuck are these guys <laughs> talking about? But but the, the oh, best. Gosh, I think the best part about it was was that. And I said this earlier. There is a place in sports for guys who throw gasoline on the fire. Oh. And and women who throw gasoline on the fire. I don't mean guys. I mean guys as a as a as a human. Humans oh, who hot ga- takes are, are not exclusive to men. No, no, no and and are. I think that's the best part. And I will miss that about the two of those guys together, because 
as ignorant and stupid. Like, like their their comments were just crazy sometimes. You just sat back, i.e., Mike Francesa, and you went, "Wow!" It's funny. You you watch it once and you go, "I hate these guys. I hate this channel. I hate everything about the show. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it." You watch it a few times, you go, damn it, I think this might be the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. Because you watch it, you hear them talk about one topic, and you go, I hate Skip Bayless more than I've hated any human being I've ever met. And then the next topic, you go, fuck Stephen A. Smith and his face. What the fuck is he talking about? You go, Skip, you go. And then the next segment, I'm like, I gotta shut this off. I am stressed out. I, gotta, I, gotta I am stressed out. I gotta, go, I gotta go take a bath and relax because these guys have got me fired up. Oh my god. That is a, that's a talent, man. That's it's a skill. One of the things you saw consistently when people were reporting on the story, they were like, the character Skip Bayless plays on ESPN. Because they were, they were the like, bad guy from the mask. Yeah, it's a character. What <laughs> the he does bad on guy the first from the mask. Day. I'm sure in real life he's not like this. No, of you course know, not. Not unlike Mark Madden. No, I think he might be like that. There are some people who buy into their characters, though, and Mm. then they just become not real people. Mm. Um, Mm. And that's why Mm. you got to hang on to some of the people that you that you were friends with before you were famous, because they remind you (laughs) of what you were, and you go, "Oh yeah, Um, yeah, that's right." Got bought a little too much into my own press there for a bit. I think I think Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith, what they had and what they did was brilliant. In a way. Have we said what is actually happening? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Skip Bayless, I'm sure you've heard. Skip Bayless is going to Fox Sports 1 to have the Skip Bayless experience, which I'm sure will give you half of what you wanted, which is some opinions you agree with and some you're like, you are the most ignorant fool on the earth. The problem is, is that they were great counterbalances for each other. Mm -hmm. And it's a shame that the two of them won't be together because even if you are to pair Skip Bayless with someone else, it won't be Stephen A. Smith and and the skip the skip Bayless people his crew his his posse the 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 people that love him will out, always outweigh that other person because it's they're they're not on the same level as skip Bayless mm-hmm. and it's not on the platform of ESPN yes which, which which will be always 10 times bigger than Fox Sports until they pick us up, until they until they pay us a bunch of money and send us to the states. No, I. I, I <laughs> no, no. Here, I'll throw a name out there for someone who would be a great a great counter to Skip. I think in a lot of situations, Katie Nolan. I would thought you were going to say that she would be great. And Katie the thing Nolan was, would be fucking great. There are a bunch of there are people were screen, screen capping all the tweets about Skip Bayless that oh, ra- no! that Fox Sports One announcers. <laughs> oh! Had dropped before, like literally. I think Katie Nolan's one oh, of hers no. was shoot me in the head right now. <laughs> Which, by the way, all of a sudden, can't wait to see them together. I would <laughs> love. Wait. You know what? Can't wait. If there's one person that it's going to work with, it's Katie Nolan. It's got to be Katie. Damn, Nolan. she'd be great. I think it'd be Katie Nolan. Oh, oh, garbage time is great. It is it is great. Oh man, man, I I would love I would love to see but that. But now, who does who does Stephen A. Smith get? Because now that's a tough one. Getting a new uh-huh. partner, right? It's Steven getting a new a new partner. Or does he get one? I think Stephen A. Smith would have an a easier time. I think he could host his, his own. own. He could mm-hmm. do his own show. But damn. We are splitting up like like that is a, a power combination of idiocy. It's when the tag team <laughs> champions decide to go solo. Yeah. Mm, and, it's not and so good. For the heavyweight title. I'm surprised that Stephen A. Smith is not also going to Fox Sports One. Maybe when his contract's up. Maybe I don't know when his contract is up. Know. Sometimes these guys talk about it on the air. It's interesting. That never happens in Canada. You never hear broadcasters talking about yeah. their contract. I've heard one 
One time. Yeah. It just doesn't happen here. In the States, it's like, yeah, well, my contracts. Like, they talk about themselves as though they're the players. Mm-hmm. There, is, there is something to the Canadian politeness thing. There, there's a yeah. fine line. Think, That's not politeness. Polite, That's terrifying. That's being terrified. I don't think Canadians want to do it because oh, I don't think oh. they want. It's not acceptable up here. Straight up. Management will say, do not talk about yeah, this. Why? why? Because it's rude. Because it's rude, and it's rude. and the audience Heavens, doesn't care. Do that. That's what they're the 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 argument is. The audience doesn't care. I think they do. Uh, I think the audience absolutely cares. I'm just telling you what I've heard. You, you know, it's always an amazing thing. Someone screaming that they don't care. <laughs> think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Think about yeah. It. yeah. Well, well we get it every day when we post stuff on on Kiss's website and on our Facebook. Well, then, I don't care. They write. Okay, Steve, keep telling yourself that. No, no. But if you take the time to write that on a Facebook comment, you cared enough to write. And don't be that person. Like I always love it when we post a, a, a funny blog that Jesse's written. Jesse does all our blogs, and they're all very funny. And you do a great job. You do a great <laughs> blog, man. Funny. You really do. Yeah. And what's amazing is that people will write, and they won't even look at the article. You can tell because otherwise, they'd be like, "LOL, this was hilarious." Uh, they'll go, "Isn't Kiss supposed to be a legitimate news site?" No, it's no. not. Mm. It's a it's a top forty radio station. <laughs> we are not at six eighty news, our sister station down the hall, legitimate news site. It is uh it's you know fun. what? People go, Oh, nice reporting. You call yourself a reporter? And the thing is people used to tweet that at reporting. Porters. <laughs> yeah. Now it just gets tweeted at everyone, and the person has to go. No, yeah, someone actually mad at us for writing about like the latest taco fest. Like, yeah, that's what we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, we're Speaking supposed to talk about like tacos. No, we don't. We don't have to all hit the hard hitting issues. We can oh. just let some people do that. But again, we're just reasoning with madness, ang- anger. So anyway, uh, uh, rest in peace. Uh, first <laughs> take. We're gonna miss you. It's not over yet, but we are gonna miss you because honestly. I thought those two were brilliant together as long as you didn't believe a word any of them said. Just came up with a new title for the show with uh, Katie Nolan and Skip Bayless, Garbage Take. (laughs) (laughs) But Katie Nolan's really smart. Yeah, but that's the time, only problem. Garbage time and first take. But that's garbage the, take. That's even even that's the whole with Katie Nolan and Skip Bayless is that Katie Nolan is very intelligent and has some very intelligent arguments. Stephen A. Smith met Skip Bayless on the dumbass meter. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, you want to, like, like, you know when you, you've heard the expression, don't sink to his level. Skip, Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith were digging each other, digging deeper holes. Oh, yeah? You think you can meet, reach the center of the earth? No, I'll reach it first. Do you ever see the Pokemon episode where Ash got his Charizard back so it could fight another Charizard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Bingo. Bingo. Hey, do we have a what's up in Liberty Village we today? Do. All right. We do. Let's do it. Because I know Steve's got to get out of here fairly right. soon. Give me one. Oh, yeah, shoot. Going to game three. Marley's Bridgeport Sound Tigers. We're going we're gonna to do a couple of these. Oh, by the way, uh, for the remainder of the playoffs for the Marley's, and we set this out oh, yesterday, yes. and I realized there was a problem with the poster because it said click here and a bunch of people clicked here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they were really, really upset. Also, they were really upset about the fact that they clicked here and there, it didn't lead them anywhere. And they're like, but how do I do it? <laughs> Marleys.ca, guys, if you use the promo code Steve Dangle, one word, you get you get to buy tickets at up to 30% off. We hooked that up with the Marleys. Thank you to Cole from the Marleys for hooking that up. Great dude. And by the way, if you if you if you if I happen to post a poster and it <laughs> says click here and you can't click here, 
I think he could figure it out from also, there. Also, read the poster that I'm pretty sure said marleys.ca. But be quick because there are limited tickets available. <laughs> and by the way, to the person that tweeted that, I think you'll get over the fact that there might be a spelling error from time to time. But no. Yeah, we, we kind of bungled this a little. It's us! What are you... Have... <laughs> you can't click the poster. There's typos. Do you think Jesse ever gets disappointed when we do something right? <laughs> <laughs> it's less content. Listen, we have set the bar low enough that you should expect this from us by now. Okay? If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. This JPEG, it goes nowhere. (sighs) Anyway. Jesse, what's up in Liberty Village? First of all, everybody go donate to my uh, CWHL gift page. Bullshit. Do it after you donate to mine. I've actually I'm I'm well over 50%. Thank you to everybody that's donated. Wild Nation. Hashtag Wild Nation coming out full force. Wild Nation. You don't need any more money. First, we have uh, a post from from Mike. Mike just wants everybody to know about the awesome breakfast he had. He just simply posted awesome breakfast and took a picture <laughs> of his food. Okay, well, wait, let's, no let, shall we get into what Mike had for breakfast? Yeah, you guys he, he has a nice d- little, d- what we, we got there, Steve? We got a salad? Oh my goodness, I have no idea. I think I might get you to look at okay. that. Well, first of all, look at the design. Look at look at the, the grill marks on that, f- I believe, focaccia bun. Yeah, so he put his focaccia bun on, on, the, uh, on, the, on the barbecue. He's got what looks to be... Some sort of chicken or something, mm. plus a salad, a Greek salad with bocconcini. You're you're mixing Italian and Greek, sir. First you are question. wrong. There's who, a there's Italian and Greek in that. Who does this help? Well, I this would is, like Adam to read the comments because maybe that's who it helps. Well, the first one is fuck f a w k, <laughs> but there's a few extra a's and few w's. <laughs> that's so good. That breakfast. Fuck. <laughs> Second, <laughs> somebody wrote. My pleasure, dot, dot, dot. I'm assuming that the person that wrote my pleasure is either Mike's girl, boyfriend or girlfriend. I can't tell because the person's name is Desart. D-E-S-A-R-T. I don't know what, the, I don't know, I don't know. Okay. And then Amrita writes, uh, love the food. Oh, it's at Chow Europa Cafe. Oh, he did tag the location. He tagged the location. Okay, okay. Uh, See, here's so the thing. About, dicks then. <laughs> Let me tell you, again. Ah, fucking breakfast. Livigians are hipsters. But they're also foodies. So, so, so they want you to know. Look at this restaurant quality looking food. <laughs> he didn't make <laughs> it himself. Then he got it at a restaurant. All right. What we, have to, we have to go into Charlie. Okay. What's, I feel a little bad for Charlie. Charlie. But he also has a serious issue. Charlie <laughs> writes, random question. Does anybody have a cane they don't use that I could buy, rent, or borrow? I broke my toe and would like to be stylish about it. If you're in Liberty, my partner can come grab it. You know what? You started you started saying that and I'm like, "Oh." I'm like, "Yeah, this isn't really this isn't good." No, he just wants to be <laughs> He just wants a cane. Handsomely injured. <laughs> Caroline wrote, and "If then, you don't find a cane, I have some pretty sweet crutches." Thanks. For a, I don't know. I've never broken a toe. Hold on. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because I thought until you said I want to be stylish about it, mm-hmm. I was cool. Okay, I was down, and then I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I just think it's weird. I do think but that's why weird. Why are you posting on? Whatever happened forum? to Kijiji? You know? Well, it exists, and so does Craigslist. Um, also, canes not expensive. Yeah, can't you just get them from a doctor? Uh, well, don't we live in Canada? 
Yeah, but I don't think you get canes for free. You don't get crutches for Why free. not? <laughs> yeah. I was sold everything is for free. The doctor's free. I think Social that the equipment... Work. <laughs> uh, Mike has our post of the week. Oh. Hey, everyone. Looking for a hot tub in Liberty Village. I'm an amateur bodybuilder and relied heavily on one at my old gym. For a good recovery after each workout. I'm now very sore. All over. No, he went dot, 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 all over. Good life doesn't have one. My building doesn't have a pool. Any ideas? No comments, no likes. That's, <laughs> that's Even they don't like him. It sounded a lot like he was trying to be coy about something. I think he's soliciting. I think he's soliciting. If you are, a, I, I am an that. amateur bodybuilder, and if you are a young, attractive female, I sure would like to take a bath. And I'm sore, dot, 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 all, all over. over. Well, I'm sure he's referring to his calves, and sir... As someone with awesome rocking calves myself, I, I sympathize. Wow. Yeah. It's my, yeah. It's my bread and butter. The calves. Beshini wants to know if anyone's selling their Sporting Life 10K registration. Ugh. What? Ugh. See, these are... T- okay, so you're <laughs> trying to buy your way... to even react to. You're, you're buying your way into a, into a charity race. Sign up for Wait, another charity race. Is that what she's doing? That's a, that's a 10K she marathon. She started off her post with, hey, neighborinos. Anyone selling their t- 10K hey, sporting life okay. registration? You, you couldn't just go, well, there are... By the way, we live Ms. in Toronto, Flanders. which is the city, the city of charitable runs. You couldn't find another one? We shut down major arteries into the city for these things. For weekends and, at a time. And we have very limited weekends where you can do that, by the way. So, by the way, it happens all the freaking time here in the summer, and it drives people up the wall. No, it drives people up Bayview because they yes. can't take the DVP. <sighs> and you know what? There's four different people selling their Sporting Life 10K registration. Okay. Karen said, I can sell you mine. Melly tagged her friend Nicole, who's, who's selling hers. Um, and then Nicole also commented, I'm selling mine if anyone else is interested. And Jamie said, hi, Nicole, PM me. I would like it. Is Liberty Village like its own It's its own place? World. Like like the Vatican, kind of? Like it's, it's Vatican City. It's its City. own thing. I yeah. know it's in the middle of Italy, but it's its own thing. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't be, I, it wouldn't shock me if they voted to secede from the Canadian Union. Like like if they. The Lib Vatican. Yeah, the Lib, the Lib Vatican. I like it. Wow. Liberty Village. Sporting Life 10K registrations. That is really Up for grabs. There's many of them. That's it. Oh, Manu also is looking for specifically a 50-inch TV, if anyone is selling theirs. Sick. That's it. God. I I would like to do the press conference. Let's do it. Do-do-do-do-do. What's up in Libvidge? (laughs) The presser. press conference that's our that's our theme song is that our theme song yes first question sorry Jesse it's just I liked it when they were weird now they're just kind of boring <laughs> <laughs> that's what was up today oh my god they're just, just kind of nice people going about their lives yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way you know I gotta admire the woman's dedication who wants to buy her way into a charity race you already have to raise money and now she's paying money to someone else to get in if Damn. it's a Pittsburgh-San Jose Cup final, rooting for Phil or James? James. James. Okay. No no hesitation. James. Nope. But if, it would make people more mad if Phil won. 
<laughs> so there's that. Where are Phil Kessel's hot dogs now? That would oh, be a great headline. Dude, and I'm just, I keep thinking of the Instagram post. He's just got to reach into that cup and pull out a hot dog. Or he's got to walk hope, up to a hot dog stand in Toronto with the cup. I hope he does it. I hope he does it. Walks outside the Toronto Sun building with the cup. Yeah! It's right near my house, by the way. If Colorado ends up signing Radulov, do they immediately become the most dysfunctional organization in the NHL? No. How no, dare I you? don't think so. The... The I mean, the Sens, the, the Habs, the Canucks, the, Canucks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, they all mostly exist. Mostly Canadian teams. Oh, yeah. I don't, my think, God. I don't, think, I don't think Colorado is that um, dysfunctional. I, and actually, Wild fans would say their organization is giving everybody else a run for their money, even though they make the playoffs. I don't think the Avalanche are dysfunctional. I just think they're wrong. Yeah, no, that's, that's not even Like, bad. I think it's just a disagreement of my, my perspective and then their perspective. And talented players, most of them. Absolutely. Yeah. I think they're wrong in their direction. If Morgan Riley was a flavor of chips, what flavor would he be? Ooh. Let me think about that. All dressed because he's the full package. <laughs> the first the first comment is all dressed. There's no undressing the mo. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> no undressing the mo. <laughs> I'm going to go with sweet Thai Doritos. <laughs> Not sweet chili heat? Or sorry, that's what I meant. Oh, okay, sweet chili heat, because you know he's got that heat. But if you look at him, he's just so sweet. And also, everyone likes him. And Did you notice that everyone likes sweet chili heat? Yes, every. I don't. Yeah, you're making me want Doritos now, and that's really not a good thing. So we move on. I'm probably gonna get Doritos I don't later. Really oh. like chips. What's the matter with you? I don't really. like You don't like chips? No, I gave them up for Lent when I was like fourteen, fifteen, and I never got back into them. I've never, I've never been. I never talk got about back. it like it's smoking. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a comic book. It's a. Yeah, yeah just, just, you've been to that many parties, and you, maybe that's why them. Jesse hasn't come to your parties because there are bowls of chips everywhere, and he can't stand the temptation. And he's a recovering chip, chip, a, chipaholic. Yeah, I have right. my ten chip chip. Do you eat? <laughs> that's a wow, great ten to chip chip. Oh my god, that was really good, but that hurt me a little bit. Been uh, ten years since you- chip chip. First of all, I just like to congratulate Jesse on being a dad. Like I, I had no idea. I had no wow. idea. Congratulations, Daddy O. Oh my god. Damn, dude. Next question. Yep. Who would win in a fight? Nick Kiprios or George Strombolopoulos? Uh Kipper. Kipper. <laughs> no offense to Strombolos. No, I think Strombo uh, would say Kipper. I uh you know what's funny? We uh we did we Who did would win in a freestyle battle? George. Ooh. I don't know. Kipper's got lines, man. He does. That's he's what I mean. Lines. Like George is very he's a very very intelligent man, but Kipper he's he's chirped an entire career. He he can <laughs> roast. True. He can roast. Um uh Kipper else when we took that picture together last year where he's where he's holding me yeah. pretending like he's going to punch me. It was funny and it was for funsies, but there was an element where I'm like he's letting me live now and that's just his decision. <laughs> He's right. deciding to let me live at this moment. Right. Okay. Yeah, his fists are still large and and hardened from all those years of breaking. So, so the crowd in the Coliseum is going, kill, kill, kill. And <laughs> yes. he's like, no, because I'm I'm Russell Crowe and I decide no. 
Or a I am said, the gladiator. Boy, I'm a Spaniard by Cricky. <laughs> <laughs> Should they have a separate trophy for the best offensive defenseman? No. Uh, I don't think so. No. no. I think you, you you do best defenseman and then, um, I mean, they don't even have a best forward, but most of the forwards win all the trophies anyways. You don't really need one. You and you've the got, Selkie. You've got the Selkie and the Rocket Richard and the, and the Art Ross. Um, yeah, I think... I, I Should think, the Selkie just be called best forward? But isn't it best two ends? Best of two ends? It's best two-way forward, Defensive. but is, how many ends are in the game? If the there's offensive? a best two-way forward, I, it would make sense that there would be a best two-way defenseman, right? Well, I mean, wh- why do we have a two-way forward if there's not... I, I agree. I suppose that's ah. true, but like, okay. <laughs> the guy who wins the, the heart... Sorry? Adam talked himself into the other side I of the did. argument. I did. <laughs> the guy who wins the heart. I skipped Bayless to my Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> the guy who wins the heart of the Rocket Richard is often in the running for the uh, Art yeah, Ross. For the no, sorry, the guy who wins the Art Ross is what I meant to say, or the Rocket Richard is often in the running for the heart, right? But they're almost never nominated for the Selkie as well, which is best two way forward. So what is it best? You're the best one-dimensional player. You're, no, in the you're NHL. the best Mike Pekka of that year. No, no, that's the Selkie. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Right. So, what is the heart then? The best one-dimensional di- forward. Whatever. No, forward the heart is it? is the no. most valuable to their team. Yeah, the that makes sense. Overall, Wouldn't the most valuable player be the one who's most valuable at both ends of the ice? Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily. Because because if what that that excludes goalies. But like, okay, let's pretend a forward wins mm-hmm. the heart, okay? Yeah. But they're not even nominated for the Selkie. What does that say about the player who won the heart? And what does that say about the player who won the Selkie? Here's what I would say. One is better defensively. You want to honor but he's not more offensive. You want to honor more than a couple players at the end of the season for having good years, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like when Kanye got on stage and and interrupted Taylor Swift. The reason they gave Taylor Swift that award is because because Beyonce did have at that point the best video of all time, but they were saving the award for that for best award at the end of the show, the big award right after Beyonce performed, right? That's what they were doing. The MTV Awards is smart because they, they were like, it up. yeah, because at that point Taylor Swift was not the biggest artist in the world. She was an up and comer and you had a massive seen- fan base. And if Kanye was, had any intelligence, he would have realized that and gone, oh yeah, because they're saving Beyonce's award for later. Right? That's what the NHL is doing. They're like, you were good and you were good. Are you but saying you the were Selkie better. is best original screenplay? Uh, yeah, sure. A little bit. Yeah. Whoa. So, best original sc- screenplay. So, I had the best movie. Whoa. And no. we, we like. <laughs> no. You it, had the. We like to honor the guys that put on their hard hat and get their lunches and they go to work. Yeah, like Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> like, he doesn't fit that. Like, he doesn't fit the archetype of that. Let's just call it the Jonathan Taves Award and then never give it to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. All we would be, all we would be doing is inserting another. Here you go, an- another bone throw of an award. I don't disagree. Like, I, I agree with you that there's merit to it, but it's just, can, it's just another award that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Can I be honest with you? None of them mean anything, and I Whoa. could of the of, honestly. Sorry, I'm, I'm Stephen and Skip right now, wow. but let me just say this: there are two things in the NHL I don't care about and would never miss if they left: the All Star Game and the NHL awards. I don't 
care. I would miss the All Star game more. Would you? Also, I would miss. Maybe it's a great event. Maybe the, 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 I think the I think the All Star game. You got to be there because I don't think it translates. I really don't. I don't think it translates on television. It's better this year, one hundred percent. Even taking John Scott out of the mix, that was a great idea and. Damn, good on him. In the last okay? 18 months, I got to go to the All-Star Game in the Winter Classic, and they were both the shit. And I think, if, okay, so fair. If they're the, the shit. Then but if it's that TV, good... Eh. But 99% the, the, of people weren't there. It's... <laughs> so. <sighs> I guess maybe, maybe... more than that. Maybe I would care more, too, if Alif was nominated for something. But we're so bad <laughs> all the time. That's probably why I don't care. I've been trying to figure this out. I'm like, why don't I care more about... Like, Carey Price winning the Vezna and the Heart. I'm like... Good for him, honestly. I think but honestly, last... if I were to reach down to be honest, I think it's because like I was legitimately upset the year Cujo was nominated for a Vesna and didn't win because that year he was the best goalie in the NHL and they still gave it to Broder or something or Walk. Still real to me, damn it! That pissed me off. Um, Maybe I, that's what it is. I'm trying to think of the last Leaf to win an award, and it was either Alex McGillney for the Lady Bing or what's that award for, gentlemanly? Right? Did Kessel win the year he came back? He won the Masterton, but he yeah. was with the Bruins. Oh, shit. And uh, I think Sundin might have won the Marc Messier Award for Leadership, which, by the way, what the fuck is that an award? That award? Exactly. Exactly. I didn't realize that was an award. This what is how much is I'm not paying attention to that. <laughs> Why is there a Rocket Richard for most goals and not something for most assists? A Gretzky. That I have always thought is like a glaring weakness. And I do think, you know, if you're going to have the distinction of the best two-way forward, you should have the best... Defensive defenseman or defenseman that doesn't score the most points. One-dimensional defenseman. You're the best one-dimensional defenseman. So you're the best at one thing. What's wrong with that? Yes, Rocket Richard. You're the best at scoring goals. Yeah, and that's else. a one-dimensional award. Yeah, I've, I I am for it. You're the best goalie. I am for it like, just for the fights. Isn't there a best Everyone's backup just goalie? Everyone's going to be trophy? so upset with what? this award. Is there a best backup goalie? Who's no, the best no, defensive no. defenseman a... in the NHL? I don't know. Exactly, uh, Drew Doughty. Fuck. <laughs> Imagine he wins that. That's his best original screenplay. He wins it every year. They never give him the North. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with rewarding one dimension of the game that you're the that someone is the best at. I don't think there's any problem with that. Do I don't you get care it. about the baseball MVP award now that Josh Donaldson won it last year. I oh, is it because yeah. that's one thing, right? They have one award and it's that. No, and they have like, a whole bunch of. They've got gold gloves they and stuff like that. Sluggers. I think he deserved it. Yeah. I've never not cared about that. Yeah. Okay. I actually so care I'm, about the baseball one. You said, the yeah, you one, said you didn't weird. care because there was no Leafs involved. So do you care about the Blue Jays? Uh, oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Not too much. Yeah. If he got robbed, I think maybe I would have cared more. Mm. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. I don't really know what it, what it is with the NHL. Maybe it's because I've watched a lot of bad NHL award broadcasts. Hey. Maybe it's because they're never that good to watch. Are you going to be at the draft lottery on Saturday? It's here, isn't it? If it's in the CBC building like it was last year, then yes. Oh. Uh, that's where I plan on being this Saturday. By the way, Will Arnett is hosting this year, right? The NHL that's Awards? That's who it is. See, I was that, trying to think of the name. That will be good. Because mm-hmm. I love Will Arnett. I will watch for Will Arnett. Yeah. He's the man. So are you going to try and touch the ping pong balls? I'm going to try to do more than I did last year. Mm, no, I'm not going to try to touch, touch no, the no, ping no, pong no, no. balls. So I think that is in a hotel. Oh. That whole process is done in a hotel, and they just bring the results to CBC, I think. 
So Batman won't be <laughs> imagine, in the building with you? Because that happens in Toronto. Imagine some, like uh, crossing the street, they just get mobbed. <laughs> like <laughs> like you might want to have security. They there. have a, an envelope that showed that the Leafs won. <laughs> yeah. They just pull a Brinks truck up to the, <laughs> up to the hotel. <laughs> All right, now we gotta drive two blocks. Oh but then it's God. like then it's like uh, the Italian job where they put the Brinks truck into the subway system and then like it disappears. <laughs> and like Edward Norton's in a helicopter is like, "Where's my truck? Where's my truck?" Have you guys seen that? I mean, am I getting no. it? The movie's like 15 years old. Hey, that movie yeah. freaking rocked. Okay, <laughs> it was all right. It was the best commercial I've ever seen for, uh, the, for the Mini well, Cooper. Well, my household has a Mini now, so. Screw yourself. Okay, well, you that's why you like the I am, movie I'm so a much. slave to corporate marketing, sir. Well, <laughs> um, we're out of questions. Yeah, we're out of questions. I figured. No NHL awards. We'll watch this year. We'll see. I don't know. I hope to go again. That'd be sick. I mean, it was in Vegas, and I got to t- uh, talk to PK. Like, that's awesome. That's a cool experience. I would like to do that again. I, and I always. My instant thought Please. with that is, what was he wearing? Because he's always so well dressed. He had like 19 suits that he brought because he was the co-host as well. Remember? Right. Uh, Damn. A, I think it was a khaki suit, khaki colored suit he wore for our, our interview. Probably his his least flashy suit for me, but that's that's okay. I'll, I'll be your least flashy suit, PK. It's fine. You're cool. cool. By the way, I'm noticing with Steve's, Steve's shirt mm-hmm. that it looks awfully similar to his TV shirt that he bought, only a different color. So I'm, I'm wondering... Is it the same shirt as your TV shirt that you actually bought? Uh, only a different color. Probably. No. <laughs> it's not? I got this from Old Navy. And the TV shirt, I think, came from The Gap. <laughs> so, ha! <laughs> all right, all right. I just thought it looked I'm a lot. sort of an adult. All right, so we will watch the NHL draft lottery this weekend with trepidation. And the NHL draft, or NFL draft tonight. I can't wait for that because that is that, they do it right. Yeah, it is glitzy and glamoury, and and Johnny Manziel walks out with his money. It's good times. <laughs> ram it. Do you know no, how to, to ram, ram it? it? Yeah, who will ram they draft? It. Which and Jesse's wearing his Rams uh, Sam, Sam Bradford, Bradford jersey. <laughs> that worked out. Got to represent for the St. Louis Rams. Uh, uh. You know, before we end the show, okay. Seeing as this is the last show. Before we know for sure. Before the draft lottery. <laughs> oh, God. This Now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. I'm, I'm going to run it three times. No. No, 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 no. No. Okay. I'm going to run it. I'm going to run it. Okay. Oh, Jesse's got to get record on the camera. I'm going to run it, and I'm going to reveal them third to first. Okay. With the third overall pick, the Arizona Coyotes. With the second overall pick, the Calgary Flames. And with the first overall pick, they did not have good odds of winning. In fact, they had the second word, they had a 2% chance of winning the Carolina Hurricanes. What? Sleep tight, Leaf fans. No. Sleep tight. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.